As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. Like all of Scripture, there are many ways to approach the book of Acts. Uh, we have chosen to divide the book up in the geographical advancement that was introduced in Acts chapter 1, at verse number 8. First it's Jerusalem, then it's Judea and Samaria, then it's the uttermost part of the world. And so we're seeing this advancement. The adventure continues. But one of the great ways to study the book of Acts is to study the book of Acts by its main characters. And there are several of them. Uh, you, you would begin this particular book with Simon Peter. Uh, you would have to study uh, the life of Philip, the evangelist. You would have to study the first martyr, Stephen. Uh, you would have to study then in the second and third portions of this book the ministry of the Apostle Paul. So there are all these main characters, and it's wonderful to make these biographical sketches because so much instruction comes through their illustration. Well, one of those characters is a man that we met in our last study. His name is Barnabas, the son of consolation. He is a helper. That's something everybody can be. He's an encourager. And we're first introduced to him here, where we've come to it chronologically in our study, in Acts chapter 4, the last two verses of the chapter, verse 36 and verse 37. I want to do something a little different. I'm going to take a detour. I'm going to pause hit the pause button on our chronological study, and I want to concentrate on this man. I want to show you the other portions of Scripture found through the book of Acts because they all connect. It is the same emphasis every time you see the man. It's like uh, pearls on a strand, and you've got to connect them all to get the message of his life. And so we're going to, to jump around just a bit in our next studies in the life of Barnabas, and uh, then when we come chronologically to those same scriptures, we won't spend as much time there. But I think it will do us good uh, to get the snapshots the Holy Spirit gives us, to walk down the hallway, the, the picture gallery uh, that God gives us of this man through the book of Acts, and look at each portrait individually. Now let's begin right where we are today and see his ministry of encouragement in Acts chapter 4 and verse 36 and 37. The Bible says in Joseph, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas, which is, being interpreted, the son of consolation, a Levite and of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Now, it's very important that you do not begin uh, with who or what Barnabas did. You begin with who Barnabas is. There's a divine order here. You see, everybody wants to go to verse 37. He sold this piece of land and brought all this money. Look what he gave. But it doesn't start with what he gave. It starts with what he received. Because you see, the name Barnabas means son of consolation. In other words, the comfort, the consolation, the help didn't begin with him. It began with his father, not his earthly father, with his heavenly father. You see, every time people look at our lives, they ought to think of our God. When people look at you, do they see you or do they see Christ in you? 
When they think of you, do they think of you or do they think that's a true follower of the Lord God? He, he knows God. God is his father. Do you remind them of your father? Who is your father? Whose son are you? So he is the son of consolation, which means that everything he gives, he received. And everything he shares, uh, he found the source of all of that in the Lord that he was following. And so in verse 37, we come to this first great picture of how he helped, of his, his ministry of encouragement. The Bible says, having land, he sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Now, there's nothing wrong with having land. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But the Holy Spirit had prompted this man to give. In the greater context, if you back up, we've read and studied this already, there was need in the church. There were people having a hard time. And so offerings were being received. Uh, People were looking at what they had, not as their own possessions, but as a stewardship, and however they could use it to minister and encourage others, they wanted to do that. And so here's the first thing you see. He encouraged the needy. You see, when a man gives of his substance, it's just evidence that he's given himself. Uh, The apostle Paul wrote about uh, one of the local churches in the New Testament that they first gave their own self to the Lord and then unto us by the will of God. The same thing is found in the life of Barnabas. Barnabas was so completely given to God that to give his land or to give the money from the sale of that land was really nothing to him. He was happy to do it because it was an extension of what God had done in his heart. He saw that land as God's gift to him. He saw everything that was in his hand as really just being a stewardship, not ownership. And if the Lord needed it, and if the Lord's people needed it, then he was happy to seek to minister to those needs. How did he give? Well, let me give you three ways. First, he gave sacrificially, because the Bible says he sold it. So he went through some process, some price, Uh, had to be given, and so there was a sacrificial element to his gift. Not only did he give sacrificially, he gave it cheerfully because the Bible says he brought the money. They didn't take it. He brought it. He wasn't coerced. There was a, a willingness here in all of this. Remember, God loves a cheerful giver. And then he not only gave sacrificially and cheerfully, but he gave submissively because the Bible says When he brought it, he laid it at the apostles' feet. That was an act of of submission, of humility, of saying, this doesn't belong to me. And it didn't belong to the apostles either. It belonged to the Lord. Uh, People say, "Uh, you're giving that money to the church? I'm giving to the Lord. And the Lord then uses it how he wants to. Uh, You're not giving to men. You're giving to God. But they brought it, he brought it to the church, which was the authority. And that's God's intended way of giving. He was a part of something bigger than himself, and he knew it. I think this is a wonderful first mention. If you want to be a helper, if you want to be an encourager, then start by looking at everything you have as God's gift to you. Remember, every good and perfect gift comes down from above. From the Father of lights, in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. In other words, son, it's not yours. It belongs to your Father. What does your father want done with it? What would most please and honor your father with it? It doesn't mean it's wrong to have things, but how are you using them for the glory of God? Uh, are you a giver or are you a taker? You know, everybody loves to, to be blessed. Let's turn the thing around. Would you be a blessing? Uh, I don't know what your ministry is, but this is a ministry every one of us can have. We can all be ministers of encouragement. 
Now, that is one of the greatest ministries in the local assembly, the ministry of encouragement. And that doesn't always mean money. Uh, some people have more to give than others, but all of us can give ourselves, and all of us can give something out of that uh, submissive, sacrificial, a cheerful heart of thankfulness to our great God. So may I ask you, what has God given you that you can give? And who can you give it to? How could the Lord use you today to encourage the needy? There's so much need all around us. I'm convinced of this. Uh, the Lord and the Lord's people has more than enough. If God's people would simply get their heart in tune with God and say, Lord, everything that is in my hand is in your hand. And everything that you have entrusted me with, I will give it back to you in whatever way you deem best and ask that you would use it for your glory and your honor. Be a Barnabas today. Be an encourager. Be a giver. And let God use you to minister to the needy. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts. Acts.